Hi, and welcome to my podcast, Eileen Talks Menopause. When it comes to menopause, I always say knowledge is power. So keep listening to learn about all things perimenopause and menopause and gain the knowledge and power to take control of your symptoms, ease worries and find the answers to questions you didn't even know you had. Several areas of your body can experience burning sensations during the menopause, which can be both really uncomfortable and a bit alarming. So in this podcast, I shed a little bit of light on three common burning sensations. So that's burning vagina, burning tongue and burning feet and explaining what can cause them and what can help to ease them. So let's get started. Certain areas of the body are prone to burning sensations as you go through the perimenopause and menopause, including the vagina, the tongue and the feet. And this is quite a common symptom or group of symptoms caused mainly by falling oestrogen, as well as some vitamin and mineral deficiencies and some other issues as well. So many women can experience these burning sensations at some point during the menopause. It can be really uncomfortable and very disconcerting, especially if the symptoms just appear out of nowhere. And it can also be quite worrying, especially if you're not quite sure why this should suddenly happen. So I'm going to delve into each of these burning sensations in more detail, explaining why they can occur and how you can help yourself if you experience them. So burning vagina, this is one of probably the most horrible uncomfortable menopause symptoms. It's sometimes known as vaginitis. As well as burning feet, there can also be inflammation. There can be a lot of heat generated in this area as well. It's nearly always caused by falling oestrogen affecting the opening of the vagina and the vagina walls. They can become irritated, inflamed, they can be dry, and that can give rise to this constant burning feeling. And obviously with the dryness, if you're starting to produce less mucus in the vagina, which happens as your oestrogen drops, it can also affect, believe it or not, the level of friendly bacteria in your vagina. And they are so important for keeping this whole area healthy. And I know most of us, we're all well aware of friendly bacteria in the digestive tract, but not a lot of people are aware that we also have colonies in the vagina. And if you lose the protectiveness of these friendly bacteria, then other bacteria can get in, the the baddies if you like, and can be a trigger for this. And they can also cause infections, again, you know, such as as thrush or, um, or, or candida, And lack of friendly bacteria can also be a big factor in reoccurring bladder infections such as cystitis. So with this particular one, the really important things here, drink loads of water. Dryness is due to dehydration and our bodies tend to get more dehydrated as our oestrogen levels um, start to fall. So loads of water. It's one of the best medicines for for the menopause. Um, Sea buckthorn oil, this is great. The the other name for this is called omega-7. And this is known to help areas of mucous membranes in the body with dryness. So it doesn't only help with vaginal dryness, it can help with dry mouth, 
dry eyes, irritated bladder, digestive issues, and it's great for the skin if you find that your skin's um, really, really dry. And also um, a good uh, vaginal probiotic. These are different. The, the um, combination of friendly bacteria in the vagina are not necessarily the same as what you get in your digestive tract. So a general digestive one isn't going to work here. You really need to focus on one that is specifically um, for the vaginal area. You might find as well that a pure aloe vera gel without any preservatives or nasty chemicals in it can be really soothing for the burning. If you keep it in the fridge, it's going to be really coo cooling and soothing. But as with anything that you apply to this area, try it just a little bit first to make sure that you're okay. If you're also getting any discharge or if you're getting any different smells um, from this area, then it could indicate an infection such as, as uh, thrush. So this one you really should get um, checked by the doctor just in case you need some specific treatment for it. And I will say here is if you do find it's something like thrush and you get antibiotics, the antibiotics will kill off the baddies, but they will also affect the friendly bacteria that you have left in the vagina. So again, if you're getting antibiotic treatment for this type of thing, then go straight on to a vaginal probiotic afterwards. Otherwise, you might find that the whole area gets completely upset and you end up with, with um, repeat infections um, ongoing. Burning tongue is another one. This is really uncomfortable. If your tongue is burning and sore, then every time you eat or drink anything is going to cause a huge amount of discomfort. So this is mainly caused again by falling oestrogens, which affects the, the tiny little tuberances on your tongue. Um, these help to discern different tastes. And, and remember, your, your mouth is always that bit wet because of saliva. But if your mouth, gums and your tongue start to dry out, it will give you that burning sensation and also you wouldn't be able to taste anything properly. So it's really important, again, to make sure that uh, you're drinking loads of water for this. And very often burning tongue can be caused by low B vitamins and low zinc. Your B vitamins are very important to support your nervous system. So if you're under a huge amount of stress or pressure, then it's quite possible you're low in the B vitamins and that B vitamins, and that can be a factor. So you might find that um, a vitamin B supplement, I usually recommend a vitamin B complex 50 milligram um, is usually enough and a zinc supplement maybe about 15 milligrams a day. Um, and zinc is needed for lots of other things in the menopause. So it, it's a good one to take um, on a daily basis. So we look at the B vits, we look at the zinc. Sea buckthorn oil again is a really good one um, for this because it does have some anti-inflammatory action as well. The other things to look at are, have you started any new medication? Because that might be a side effect. So look on the patient information leaflet. It could be oral thrush, especially if your tongue goes white and you've got a really, um, it's like a film over your tongue and, and you've got a strange taste. It, it could be um, oral thrush. There's also something called a geographic tongue. And what happens 
there is that the tongue can get really affected and you get really big grooves in the tongue and it actually looks a bit like a, a, a map. So that's why they call it ge geographic tongue. Again, it can be the low bevits and also um, the sink. And also, what toothpaste are you using? Remember, you, you can get so much sensitive to everyday things as you're going through the menopause, your mouth especially. And if you're using toothpaste that have huge amounts of chemicals in them, and I mean, some of them actually have low doses of antibiotics in them as, as well. So it may be an idea to change here to go for organic um pure um, toothpaste because that in itself might make a difference. It's also a good idea if you're getting the geographical tongue or, or, or dryness is to get your um, yourself checked by your dentist as well just in case there's any um, gum problems or, or tooth decay going on that could be a contributory factor for this one. Number three is burning feet. This is another burning sensation that is common during the menopause and it tends to happen at night. So there you are, you're tired, you know, you've probably had a busy day, you just want to get a good night's sleep and all of a sudden it feels like someone has lit a bonfire underneath your feet. So they take the covers off and then they get cold and they put the covers back on and you're just not going to get a good night's sleep here um, at all. It can also interrupt your sleep. You can get to sleep and, and then the burning can happen. So again, this can be due to a number of factors. It could be poor circulation, which is really common during the menopause. It could also be a buildup of uric acid. So if you're also getting joint pain and joint swelling, these two things can, um, can actually be linked. So if it is the uric acid, then you might need to do a little bit of, of uh, cleansing work in this situation. It could also be due to, to nerve damage. Um, it could also be due to lack of exercise and lack of exercise again will affect the circulation. The important thing here is it could also be due to diabetes and in the menopause, we tend to be much more susceptible to diabetes. It, it's, a, it's a hormonal linked diabetes. Um, so if the burning feet goes on, if you've tried to do all the natural things and nothing has worked, then this is where you go and get this checked out by your doctor. In the meantime, B vits, vitamin B complex can be really helpful for this. Nettle, the herb nettle is really good for um, cleansing uric acid. So you could try a nettle tincture or have a couple of cups of nettle tea on a daily basis. The other thing that might help is a, a little bit of exercise in the evening. So don't go mad here because if you exercise too much before you go to bed, you'll have revved everything up and you won't be able to sleep. But maybe um, go for a walk, just maybe 15 minutes, half an hour walk at some point. If the weather's lousy, if you've got one of those little rebounders, the, the, the trampoline, that can be fantastic. You know, 15 minutes on that while you're watching your favourite TV programme um, certainly can't go wrong. You can also do hot and cold on your feet. This is one of these kind of nat naturopathic remedies. This can help the circulation. Um, so you have a bowl of hot water, just, you know, as hot as you can stand and a bowl of cold water. 
So you would sit with your feet in the hot water until they're nice and comfortable. And then you put them in the cold water for a few minutes and then back into the cold water and do this maybe for 10, 15 minutes. And this can often stimulate the circulation and that can then improve the conditions um, at night. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. If you did, don't forget to subscribe. Take care and thank you for listening.